Welcome back to Cold Miracle. Uh, I'm sorry I'm a little later getting this out that I planned. Um, I'll just tell you, my grandmother passed away yesterday, and uh, I didn't feel like doing it, so I didn't. Um, but we'll be okay. She's she's better now. She's in a better place, and you know we uh. We'll celebrate her life and the wonderful long life that she lived. So, just uh, to let you know where, where I've been and why I haven't had this out yet. Uh, moving on, the Dark League. We'll start out there. Tea Time Darts. Uh, yeah, as usual, I lose in the final, even though it's the tit, not the championship. Um, I did not play well. Uh, the early on, I picked it up as the night went on, but man, I couldn't have gotten much worse. Uh, I did okay. Uh, we jumped out 2-0, and then we were down 8-2. And then we battled back, and, uh, you know, we got it to 10-7 before they finished us 11-7. Yeah, but is what it is. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be fine. Start league. That means that the the only thing left going right now is the singles championship. November twenty second will be the All Star tournament. Uh, that will be held at Redshed. It was voted on by the players in the tournament. The eight players that made the tournament voted, and some of them were complaining. No, you'll never give anything to downtown. You know, downtown needs to host some things too. Well, here's the irony of it. That guy plays on the team downtown. He voted for a ball on the strip. <laughs> I was like, guys, you can nominate any bar. You can vote for whoever you want. It's up to you. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Unique has dark problem this year. So I was going to be okay with it being... Where, uh, and there were three guys. There are three guys in this tournament that play on Hopper's team. So uh, they and and they got a nomination. Uh, one of them did, and then uh, Red Shed is it has a great setup, and uh, it's a smoking bar. It's gonna be colder out, so I know some of the people are definitely looking for that. I'm definitely okay with that. Uh, but it's not a slight to downtown that we haven't done a lot. It's just that uh, to do Dark Prime, where we do it at four or five different bars and share the wealth, it kind of needs to stay on the strip. Unless we can get a couple more bars downtown to join in. You know, I mean, right now you got Top Shelf, Nocturnal, and uh, Wheelhouse. Okay. And I asked, I was like, I was like, so your complaint here, I was like, do you want me to stop letting the eight players that earned this, that made the All-Stars voting, and you want me to just go to dictating it and saying this is where it's going to be to make sure downtown gets something? Well, no, I'm not saying that. Okay, then what do you, what, what do you suggest? I think you should make sure some stuff happens downtown. Okay. Well, thank you for your suggestion. I'll take it into consideration. Get out of here. What the hell?
Oh, anyway. So that'll be there. November 29th, Dark Clown will be here at Unique. It will be the first time that Unique has ever hosted Dark Clown. Oh, you just give it to y'all because you're bored. I gave it to us because we haven't hosted it. How many other bars out there remodeled their bar to add more boards to where they could have three teams? We're the only one that had three teams. We put the most money into the league. Did we not deserve it? Why? And it's not like it used to be. You get dark prom, oh, you got it all. No, no, there'll be games played at Red Shed and Hoppers and Houndstooth and here and Galutz and everybody gets a piece of the pie. That's why we did it this way. This is just where we start and where we finish. Whatever. Um, anyway, anytime you're in charge of something, people are going to complain. Uh, but here's the thing I've always asked. If you come to me with a complaint, also bring a solution. Bring a suggestion of how to fix it. Otherwise, you're just bitching and nobody wants to hear it. And that's what's happening. But they don't understand that. They think, oh no, I'll just complain and you figure it out. Okay. Well, you're an idiot. And I don't value your opinion. So I don't care. Singles League is still going on. And Will uh, Hollyhan, he won his match against Wayne. And so he is advanced to... Uh, can't even remember who's playing him right now. I know the ones that are in it, but uh, he will play Meat. Meat uh, bested Drew Rose. And so Will versus Meat. And on the other side, Eddie was, uh, he beat Nick. And uh, so Eddie is advanced and Keon kind of far. He took down Tui. So Will versus Meat. Eddie versus Keon. Now, the others that lost, they're not done. See, because what I do here is they'll play in the consolation bracket. And now, um, Wayne will play Drew. Nick will play Tui. Alright? So then, that's all semifinals. The two losers of Wayne, Drew, uh, Nick, and Tui will play each other. Loser of that comes in 8th place. Alright? They went 0-3. They're at 8. The winner of that game will come in 7th. Then the two that won those games will play for 5th and 6th. The two losers of the semifinals will play for 3rd and 4th. And the two winners obviously play for 1st and 2nd. The way we do the money, $20, which is what the buy-in is to be in singles league, $20 goes to 8th place. You get your money back. And then it goes up from there. And everybody else goes up. So, um... I came up with that. Uh, I felt like the only way to uh, pay it, tear it out all the way up, was to play it on the play it on the dark boards. And so that's what we do. But singles league still going. Semifinals coming up this week. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That's going to be some really good matches and a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Um, none of y'all care. I'm going to go into college football. Oh, no. I'm going to the World Series. World Series next. It's tied 2-2 two to two now. Um, look, 
I don't think y'all understand how impressive the combined no-hitter was last night. All right? Let me just tell you. In the playoffs this year, when the Phillies were in Citizens Bank at home, these are the pitchers that had started against the Phillies and how they had done. All right? Spencer Strider went two and a third, five earned. Charlie Morton, two innings, three earned. Joe Musgrove, five and two thirds, four earned. Mike Clevenger, zero innings pitched, three earned runs. Hugh Dorvis, six innings pitched, two earned runs. Lance McCullers, four, four and a third, seven earned runs. That's, that's what they have been doing at home. Those bats were not cold. Those bats at home have been alive. And last night, silence. And that, that was impressive. It was, it was absolutely impressive. Um, I mean, that, <laughs> there had never been a combined no-hitter in the postseason, much less in the World Series. That's only the second no-hitter in World Series history. But are these Phillies done? Absolutely not. This series is 2-2. Two to two. They're going to give Verlander the ball again. We talked all about Verlander in the postseason and his World Series troubles. Tonight, I think it's Philly. I think it's the over. I think Philly's up 3-2. to two, And then we head back to Houston. All right? So that's where we're at on that. Um, let's get into college football. Let's go to some picks. All right, we're gonna start out. Right, first, I should just tell you, I'm 121, 66 and two against the spread so far in this college football season. All right, that uh, you want me to do the math for you? It's 55 percent, and I, I personally think I should be better. And I plan to be this week. So here we go: Alabama, LSU. Alabama seven and one. LSU six and two. Alabama's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite over under 56-and-a-half. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't think I need to tell you. The Tide don't lose in Baton Rouge. 29-9-2 all-time. In the in the overall series, we're 55-26-5. All right? The, the visiting team has won the game in this series 61% of the time. If you're wondering... Since Coach Nick Saban get here, got here and it became the Saban Bowl, Nick Saban's 11-4. You, do you want me to spoil it or do y'all want to watch the game? All right, I didn't hear any feedback. Y'all sound like my staff right now. Hey, guys, give me suggestions. Tell me something. Nothing. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Uh, Alabama's going to win this game 45-28. to LSU's going to score some points early, but it's not going to be enough. Alabama covers the overhits, 45-28. There's your final. Uh, Kentucky's playing Missouri. Kentucky's 5-3. Missouri's 4-4. Four four. Kentucky's a one-point favorite. They're 8-4 all-time against Missouri. I like the Cats. I think they get this. Uh, they're just a better football team. Florida is 4-4. Four four. They're taking on 3-5 of A&M. AM actually leads this all time series three to two because they've won two straight. Uh, Florida is not only on a two game losing streak to AM, they're on just a two game losing streak this season right now. 
A&M's a three and a half point favorite. They went 0 for October. They did not win a game in October. And they're a three and a half point favorite. It's confusing. I wanted to take A&M, but I hate A&M. I don't like where they're at. I don't like Jimbo Fisher. He's making me hate you. Johnny Manziel made me hate you. Welcome. Now you got a coach that's making me hate you. I'll take Florida. Um, just for spite. Liberty, 7-1, ranked number 23 in the country. <clears throat> They're going to Arkansas. Ooh. Sorry. Um, Arkansas is 5-3. I haven't slept much. Uh, Arkansas is a 13.5-point favorite. By the way, all you people that text me at 9.30, 10, 10.30 in the morning, I hate you. Uh, just so you know, hate. Capital H, hate. I'm talking to you, Gulf. Gulf Distributing takes me this morning at 9.30 a.m. Hey, the driver said to tell you he'll be there in an hour. <laughs> what? Y'all get to dictate to me what time I get out of bed and come up here? No, because I told you from the beginning, don't call me before noon, Hunter. Are you that stupid? Yes, he is. That's why you work for Gulf. The worst company that we've ever had deliver beer to us. They're terrible at everything that they do. I picked up a new product from them today because one of my good friends asked me to. And it took everything in me not to tell them, you know what, don't even worry about the water. Take, and take that off. Get out of here. Mm. I don't need you. As long as I have Bub Light, and I have Adam's Beverage doing wonderful things. And I have Alabama Crown bringing me some of the other imports. I don't have to have you. I don't think they understand this. Trash company. Anyway. Um, Arkansas Liberty. Arkansas is a 13 and a half point favorite. I'm going with Arkansas. They're at home. Uh, I think this would be like a 35, 36, 21 game, somewhere right in there. Um, but I think they barely cover it. Um, not big on it. Auburn against Miss State. Wow, wish these two teams could just not play ever again. Um, not just each other, just ever against anybody. Auburn 65, 28-2. Uh, all time against Mississippi State. State won last year. I think we all remember that. Uh, Auburn led 28-10 to 10 at the half. State ended up winning 43-34. to 34. Yeah, that's a 33-6 to 6 run in the second half. Um, Brian Harson's not going to talk about that game, though, because he's fired. They got Cadillac Williams as their interim coach. That's, wow, we'll see. Mm. Auburn doing Auburn things. Hey, y'all, a fun stat. Since Nick Saban got here in 2007, Auburn has paid their coaches with all the buyouts and everybody $116 million. Alabama has paid Nick Saban $111 million. They've paid more for their coaches since Nick Saban got Alabama, then Alabama's paid Saban. And that's just Auburn being Auburn. 
They're opening it up. And they're going to open up this game. Mississippi State's going to cover the 13-point spread. They're actually going to beat the crap out of them. Uh, look for and, and the, oh, Auburn did make a good hire, the AD John Cohen. John Cohen, that was Mississippi State's AD. He left. He took the job at Auburn. Hey, this is a TA guy, by the way, for those of you from Tuscaloosa. Yeah, he grew up here. But I think John Cohen's a good a good uh, AD. And that was probably the best hire Auburn's made in a long time. USC, South Carolina, not Southern California. They're five and three. Vanderbilt's three and five. South Carolina's a seven point favorite. Uh, South Carolina's like 27 and four all time against Vandy. They won 13 straight, make it 14. South Carolina wins, South Carolina covers. Now, the SEC game, y'all been waiting on me to talk about. Number one versus number two. Tennessee, eight no. Georgia, eight no. Oh, doctor. The all time series. 26, 23, and 2. They didn't play every year until 1992. They played every year since 92. They didn't play every year before that. Right? Um, Georgia's won the last five straight, by the way. Um, they got a three-game lead in the series. They've won five straight. Mm. And this game... Is in Athens between the hedges. We were sitting around here last weekend. We were talking about this game. And Matt, who is obviously Georgia, uh, he had the line at four. I think. Is it a four or five? Oliver Ezell's here. He had it at the other one. Five. I, and I walked up and they asked me, and I said four and a half. They're like, oh, you split us. And that's what I thought. I thought it'd be like Georgia minus four and a half. They said, you know, four. They said five. And then the line comes out at 13 and a half. Whoa. Stop everything. What does Vegas know? It is down now to eight. People have bet it down to eight. I hope it keeps dropping. But let me tell you. <clears throat> All right, Tennessee, we get it. Your offense is great. You average 49.4 points a game. You're averaging over 500 yards offense a game. That's incredible. Well done. Hey, hold on. Georgia, your offense is sitting that far behind. You average 41.8. All right, that's, that's not far off. But your defense only gives up 10.5. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Georgia rolls big. <laughs> Tennessee has made incredible strides. This will be their third time on college game day this year. They are definitely moving forward. Uh, we're not going to get to see them again in Atlanta. I hope that we would. But Georgia is about to slam the door. And at the end of the day, it's going to be Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship. Everybody's going to go, yeah, here we go again. Kirby is a great defensive coordinator. I mean, great. He has had time to break this down. He knows Coach Saban. He knows what he does. He can look at that film. He will figure out the mistakes that we made. They will not make them. Georgia wins 
Georgia runs away. Hooker's husband hopes go away. Dogs. And they're going to cover the 13 and a half. It's down to eight. They're going to cover it big. You heard me. I didn't stutter. Take an alternate line. Why not? All right, let's go around the top 25 here real quick. Um, Oregon State against Washington. Uh, Oregon State trait number 23. Washington's minus four and a half. When a ranked team plays an unranked team, and the unranked team's favorite, especially when they're at home, what do we do? We listen to Vegas. Lay on the four and a half. Washington. Thank you, Vegas. TCU plays Texas Tech. Texas Tech's four and four. TCU's eight and no. TCU's a nine and a half point favorite. TCU is a good team. This offense, three-headed monster, boom. I like the over 69. I like T-Tech covering the nine and a half. Uh, they're, they're number seven right now. If you saw the thing, they're right behind Alabama. I'm jumping ahead of myself on this. They're going to get up in the top. They're gonna, their name's going to be on the board next week. All right? Their name's going to be on the board. We'll get to that. You got Ohio State sitting there eight no still playing one and seven Northwestern. Look, Ohio State's a thirty-eight point favorite. I don't like this. If Ohio State wants to cover thirty-eight, yes, they can be they can be cover hundred and thirty if they want to. Not one thirty eight, but they can cover one thirty, I think. One thirty two is about the best they can do. But but no, so I mean thirty eight points a lot. Uh, if I have to take it, I'll take Ohio State, but I'm not big on it. UNC against Virginia. UNC 7-1, Virginia 3-5. Um, look, May, Derek May, the quarterback for UNC, he's good, man. I like watching him spin it. Uh, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I like UNC. Go Heels. Mm. Number 19, Tulane. You heard me. Tulane, 7-1. Playing 3-5, Tulsa. All right. <clears throat> Look, this is a trap game. Trap game alert. Trap game. Tulsa's coming off a bye. Tulane has a big showdown with UCF next week. <clears throat> Tulane's a seven and a half point favorite. Give me Tulsa and the points. I don't know if they win, but give me the points. I think it's going to be close. Uh, Oregon sitting at seven and one, number eight in the country. That one loss to Georgia, and everybody's like, wow, Georgia killed them. They look terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And then they went and like, oh, it's Pac-12 defenses. These are easy. They're playing Colorado, 1-7. They're 31 and a half point favorite. Not, I like Oregon. Uh, how do you not with 31 and a half points? All right, here's an interesting game. You got uh, number 18, OK State, sitting at 6-2, Kansas at 5-3. Oklahoma State's a two-point favorite. Both Sanders, the quarterback for OK State, and uh, Daniels for Kansas are questionable. Will they play? Um, they're both integral to their teams. They're they're absolutely game changers for this game. Um, we're gonna wait and see. This one you might have to wait until Saturday morning and look at it, but see what quarterbacks playing. If one of the two quarterbacks plays and the other one doesn't, we take that team. Take the team that has their starting quarterback. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, if they both play, I'm with OK State. If neither of them play, I'm with OK State. 
But if Daniel plays as Sanders Dutton, I'm with Kansas. So watch out. Uh, pay attention. Michigan State's at three and five. Illinois is at seven and one. Still got the number one defense in the country. Uh, they're a 17 point favorite here. Look, Illinois relies on running back Chase Brown more than any team relies on one player, you know, in the country. Uh, Chase Brown's rushed over 100 yards in every game, each game so far this year. Uh, Illinois that defense is going to come correct. Michigan State, obviously, coming off the loss to Michigan last week. Um, I'm going Illinois. I'm not big on 17 points. I think that's a little high. I thought they'd win by 14 to, to, to 18, so that's right there in it. Uh, but I, I still like Illinois. I don't know how much Michigan State will score. Uh, and I like the under in every Illinois game because, come on, why wouldn't I? Uh, Penn State, 6-2. and two. They've lost two of their last three. So some pretty good teams. Uh, they're playing Indiana, who's 3-5. and five. Penn State's a 14-point favorite. They get back on track. Give me Penn State with the win here. Syracuse against Pitt. The Q, 6-2. Pitt. Four and four. Syracuse ranked number twenty in the country. Pitt's a three and a half point favorite. Bum bum bum. Do I have to say it again? Ranked team, unranked team, unranked at home, unranked favorite. Pitt, baby, minus three and a half. Hey, Auburn fans, listen to this. Gus Malzahn's UCF is ranked number twenty-five in the country and six and two. <laughs> the Gus Bus, baby. Um, they're playing Memphis. Now, UCF had the huge win last week against Cincinnati, right? They got Tulane. 7-1 Tulane next week. Is this a trap game at Memphis? It sounds like a trap game. Oh. Oh. Memphis has lost three straight, but last week they didn't because they were on a bye. It screams trap game. Tulsa coming off a bye, getting to play Tulane. Memphis coming off a bye, getting to play UCF. You know what? Give me Memphis. I'm not big on it. I'm not big on it because I think the Gus Bus is rolling, but it's only three and a half. I'm going to take Memphis on the points. And wow, knock all the luster off of that UCF uh, two-lane matchup next week if both these upsets happen. Uh, Texas against K-State. Texas 5-3, ranked number 24. K-State sitting at number 13, 6-2. Texas, two and a half point favorite. Hook them, baby. Give me Texas and give me the over 54 and a half. Arizona against Utah. Uh, both these teams can score, man. Those these and 68, that's not enough. Give me the over. Utah 6-2, Arizona's 3-5. To me, Utah covering the 17. Um, Clemson against Notre Dame. Clemson's number 4, 8-0. Notre Dame, 5-3. Took down Syracuse last week, all that. You know what? Clemson's coming off a boss. They've had an extra week to prepare. This game, it's in South Bend, Indiana. Well, that's where Notre Dame lives. Give me the Irish. Give me the Irish. If the line is Clemson minus three and a half. Money line. Down goes Clemson. They've looked vulnerable. We've been waiting on somebody to knock them off. The NC States, the Syracuses, 
those of the world couldn't do it, you know who's going to? The Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Um, I mean, why not? Notre Dame scored 40, 40 or more points, two straight games. Looks like they got that offense figured out a little bit. I think they can do it. Let's go. Michigan is still sitting at 8-0, waiting on Ohio State to show up so they can play the other good team in that in that division, in that conference, whatever. Uh, this week, though, it's Rutgers, and they're a 26-point favorite. They did not cover the big spread last week by a point against Michigan State. Will they cover the big spread this week? I think so. Give me Michigan. Um, Wake Forest is sitting there at, what, 6-2? 6-1, I don't know. They're ranked number 21. They're playing NC State the 6-2. This game right here, these two offenses are pretty good. Uh, The over-unders at 54. That's it. Yeah, give me Wake. Uh, I mean, give me the over. Uh, Wake is minus 4. I'm going to take Wake Forest. I think NC State's a good team. They're in Raleigh for this game. But give me the Demon Deacons. Uh, UCLA is 7-1. They're playing a three and five Arizona State team. What? what? Yeah, I'll take I'll take UCLA to cover the ten and a half. Um, another game almost exactly the same. USC is seven and one. Cal is three and five. Yeah, give me USC to cover the twenty one and a half. Whatever. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bonus game. I'm gonna give you a bonus game that when we were growing up, we'd have gone, oh buddy. What a week it is. Florida State, Miami. Let's get it on. Yeah, now, neither team's ranked. Norvell's trying to turn Florida State around. Cristobal trying to turn Miami around. Florida State's seven and a half point favorite. I I like Florida State. I think Florida State's going to win this. I think they're going to cover it. All right, so there's my picks. I, uh, I hope that... Each of you do very well this week. Hopefully we hit. Um, I do apologize again about being late getting it out. Uh, I did not cover a lot of the NFL. Look, there are a lot of home dogs this week. Uh, let me give you this. No team, or the teams in the NFL that have been 13 or more, fa- 13 or more points, underdogs, right? When they're an underdog at home by 13 or more points, they're three and ten against the spread. You're gonna see some bigger spreads. You're gonna say, "Oh, home dog getting more than 13." Yeah, how do you think it? That work. Favorite wins for a reason. Be careful out there. All right, a lot of landmines. Um, your one sure bet is to go against the Chicago Bears. They're betting against themselves. The Bears. One good thing that we had had going was that uh, Quinn and Roquan Smith were anchoring that defense. And they were making things happen. And we went, no, 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 no. We need to trade away both of our starting middle linebackers. We got to get rid of them. They're playing way too well. Uh, oh, we got Chase, Chase Claypool. We got a receiver. We got somebody you might want to have on your fantasy team. This is much better. Yeah, you know what we don't have? A heart, a soul, or a defense. Give me uh, everybody against the Bears uh, for the rest of the season. There you go. Um... I'm going to just, real quick, I'll tell you, uh, as I thought about this for a while last night, and you always hear, 
know, please keep my family in your thoughts and prayers as, as we go through. It's not a, uh, we, I, wow, that's always appreciated and that's great. That's nice. It's not needed. Um, our, our family is strong. Our family is very strong and, and we'll be just fine, but we're strong because of my grandmother. Because of the tone that she set and the foundation that she set with her children and the grandchildren and great-grandchildren and everybody uh, because of her. She was a wonderful, wonderful lady. Uh, everyone that knew her loved her. And she had this special way of making each individual person feel like you were her favorite. And that that is something that is so rare. Uh, you knew when you were around her that she cared about you and that you were loved and, and it was just amazing. Uh, I am fortunate and blessed to have been part of their family. I'm fortunate just to have even known her as a person and spent a lot of time at her house growing up and uh, probably more than she wanted. I'm sure she wanted me to go home sometimes. I'm like, nah, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, nah. John, John's here, I'm here, we ain't going anywhere, we're right here. Uh, but no, she, and, you know, so as, as you get on this time, you'll reflect back, our, our family, we'll reflect back on all the, the Christmases and all the, I, I, I personally think about all the little private conversations and private jokes that we had going that nobody else knew about, except for that, I know she had those with so many people, you know, so... And that, that she she had her ways, and that was awesome. Um, but she uh, she she's gone on. She's joined my granddad, and I'm sure that they're uh, they're having a good time right now. So uh, that's that. Again, apologies for being late getting it out. But there it is. There's my picks. Uh, hopefully, you all do well. I wish you nothing but the best. As always, you can always find me here at Unique. Uh, I'm here every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are open by 2 o'clock Monday through Friday and earlier on the weekends until November 20th. And that's when it all changes. Because I will be open by 10 a.m. every day November 20th through December 18th. Because that's the World Cup, baby. We're in World Cup month. Get your USA out Get your red, white, and blue. We're going to take on some English. We're going to take on the Wales. Yeah, those are two different countries in the same country. What? It's two of the four. Anyway, that are in that country. How many countries are in this country? Four. Yeah, that's two of them. All right. We're going to take on Iran. We've never beaten Iran. Well, there's the first time for everything. But we'll do a podcast on the World Cup before I get started. I'll get my man Kyle Logan to be some of them in here. We'll have a good time. Anyway, that is our time. I thank you all for listening. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman.